Hi there, and welcome to Revitalize, the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. Today, we'll be reading from Genesis 32, Psalm 32, and Mark chapter 4. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Father, thank you for your word. Father, thank you for all the things that you do for us that we never see being able to wake up, being able to do things that people take for granted, being able to spend time with our families, being able to walk in hope and freedom and faith, being able to um, have strength and long-suffering and patience to deal with difficult things. Father, thank you that you never leave us or forsake us. Father, I thank you for your kindness. And Holy Spirit, as I read your word, encourage me as I encourage others. Strengthen me as I strengthen others. And may your word and your name be lifted up today and always. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis 32. Then as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him to reassure and protect him. When Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. So he named that place Mahanim, double camps. And then Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He commanded them, saying, This is what to say to my lord Esau. Your servant Jacob says this, I have been living temporarily with Laban and have stayed there until now. I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, male servants and female servants and I have sent this message to tell my Lord so that I may find grace and kindness in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob saying we went to your brother Esau and now he's coming to meet you meet you and there are 400 men with him. Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and he divided the people who were with him and the flocks and the herds and camels into two camps and he said If Esau comes to one camp and attacks it, then the other camp, which is left, will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, Return to your country and to your people, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and compassion and of all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. With only my staff, long ago I crossed over this Jordan and now I've become blessed and increased into these two groups of people. Save me please from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him that he will come back and attack me and the mothers with the children. And you, Lord, said that I will certainly make you prosper and make your descendants as numerous as the sands of the sea, which is too great to be counted. So Jacob spent the night there and then he selected a present for his brother Esau from the livestock he had acquired. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 milking camels with their colts, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and then 10 donkey colts. He put them into the care of his servants, every herd by itself, and said to his servants, go on ahead of me, and put an interval of space between the individual herds. Then he commanded the one in front, saying, When Esau, my brother, meets you and asks you to whom you belong, and where you are going, and whose you are, and whose are the animals in front of you, then you shall say, 
They are your servant Jacob's. They are a gift sent to my Lord Esau, and he is also behind us. And so Jacob commanded the second and the third as well, and all that followed the herd, saying, This is what you shall say to Esau when you meet him. And you shall say, Look, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said to himself, I will try and to, to appease him with the gift that is going ahead of me. And then afterward I will see him. Perhaps he will accept and forgive me. So the gift of the herds of livestock went on ahead of him. And he himself spent that night back in the camp. And he got up that same night and took his two wives, his two female servants and his eleven children and waded over the ford of the Jabbok. Then he took them and sent them across the brook. And he also sent across whatever he had. So Jacob was left alone. And a man came and wrestled with him until daybreak. And when the man saw that he had not prevailed against Jacob, he touched his hip. And Jacob's hip was dislocated, and he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you declare a blessing on me. So he asked him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he declared a blessing of the covenant promises on Jacob there. And so Jacob named the place Peniel, the face of God, saying, For I have seen the face of God face to face, yet my life has not been snatched away. Now the sun rose on him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon of the hip, which is on the socket of the thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh by the tendon of his hip. Psalm 32 Blessedness of forgiveness and trust in God A Psalm of David, a skillful song Blessed, fortunate, prosperous and favoured by God is he whose trans- transgression is forgiven and whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute wickedness, and whose spirit, in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away, through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand of displeasure was heavy upon me. My energy, vitality and strength was drained away, as with the burning heat of the summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my wickedness. I said, I will confess all my transgressions to you, Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you for forgiveness in a time when you are near and may be found. Surely when the great waters of trial and distressing times overflow, they will not reach the spirit in him. You are my hiding place. You, Lord, protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs and shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you, you who are willing to learn, and my eye upon you. Do not be like the horse or like the mule who have no understanding, whose trappings include bridle and rein to hold them in check, otherwise they will not come near to you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord and relies on the Lord shall be surrounded with compassion and loving kindness. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. You righteous who actively seek by standing with him, shout for joy, all you upright in heart.
Mark chapter 4. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the Sea of Galilee. A very large crowd gathered around him, and so he got into a boat, anchoring in a short distance out on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore. And he taught them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow seed, and he was sowing some seed. And some of the seed that he was sowing fell by the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocks where there was not much soil, and immediately a plant sprang up because the soil had no depth. And when the sun came up, the plant was scorched, and it was because it had no root. It dried up and withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seed fell into good soil, and as the plants grew and increased, they yielded a crop and produced thirty, sixty, and a hundred times as much as had been sown. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. As soon as he was alone, those who were around him, together with the twelve disciples, began asking about the interpretation of the parables. He said to them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you, who have teachable hearts. For those who are outside, the unbelievers and spiritually blind, get everything in parables. So they will continually look, but not see, and they will continually hear, but not understand. Otherwise, they might turn from the rejection of the truth and be forgiven. Then he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Do you not understand this parable? How will you understand and grasp the meaning of all the parables? The sower sows, the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation. These in the first group are the ones along the road where the word is sown. But when they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. In a similar way, these in the second group are the ones on whom seed was sown on rocky ground, who when they hear the word immediately receive it with joy, but accept it only superficially and they have no real root in themselves, so they endure only for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes, because of the word, immediately they are offended and displeased at being associated with me, and stumble and fall away. And the others are the ones on whom seed was sown, among the thorns, and these are the ones who have heard the word. But the worries and the cares of the world, the distractions of this age, with its worldly pleasures and deceitfulness and the false security of glamour of wealth or fame and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word and it becomes unfruitful and those in the last group are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil and they hear the word of god the good news regarding the way of salvation and accept it and bear fruit 30 60 and 100 times as much as was sown he said to them a lamp is not bought in order to be put under a basket or under a bed is it not brought in to be put on the lampstand for nothing is hidden except to be revealed nor has anything been kept secret nor has anything been kept secret but that it would come to light that is things are hidden only temporarily until the appropriate time comes for them to be known if anyone has ears to hear let him hear and heed my words And then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear, by your own standard of measurement, that is, to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom, it will be measured to you and you'll be given even greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you besides.
for whoever has a teachable heart, to him more understanding will be given. And whoever does not have a yearning for truth, even what he has will be taken away from him. And then he said, The kingdom of God is like a man who throws seed on the ground. And he goes to bed at night and gets up every day. And in the meantime, the seed sprouts and grows. How it does this, he does not know. The earth produces crops by itself, first the blade, then the head of grain, and then the mature grain in the head. But when the crop ripens, he immediately puts it in the sickle to reap, because the time for the harvest has come. And he said, How shall we picture the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we use to illustrate and explain it? It is like a mustard seed, which is, when it's sown on the ground, even though it's smaller than all the other seeds that are sown on the soil, Yet when it is sown, it grows up and it becomes larger than all the garden herbs and it puts out large branches so that the birds of the sky are able to make nests and live under its shade. With many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as they were able to hear and understand it. And he did not say anything to them without using a parable. He did, however, explain everything privately to his own disciples. On that same day, when evening had come, He said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And so leaving the crowd, they took him with them. And just as he was in the boat, another boat saw with him, and a fierce windstorm began to blow, and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep, with his head on the sailor's leather, cushion on the sailor's leather cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are about to die? And he got up and sternly rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush, be still, muzzled, and the wind died down as if it had grown weary and there was at once a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. Jesus said to them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith and confidence in me? They were filled with great fear and said to each other, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is the word of the Lord. Now, I'd really like to encourage you today. Um, I've had a great deal of challenges this week. And, you know, the Lord has really encouraged me through my, you know, through my family, through my husband, through my daughter, but also through his word. And I'd really like to say to you that Jesus only revealed the true meaning of the parables to the ones that he called his own. And I want to say to you that when you accept Christ, you'll become Jesus, Jesus' own, the Father's own, the Father's beloved in Christ. And the secret things of God, the mysteries of God will be revealed to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. But those relationships, building a relationship with the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit takes time. And um, I just want to say that as you build yourself up in the word, listening to the word every day, um, as you've tuned in and blessed me by listening in every day, the Lord will begin to strengthen you. Um, I don't want to make, how do I say this? I I am not exempt from hardship because of how much I read the Bible. And in fact, I ought to read it more than anybody else because I'm the one sharing and reading with you. And so some of the challenges I face can be so discouraging that I don't even feel up to doing some of the things that God has called me to do. But the Lord has strengthened and blessed my heart and he's surrounded me with people that pray for me and that that love me and encourage me and I absolutely could not do this without them so I want to thank the Lord for you Um, but I'd also like to encourage you in that 
reading the word is a lifelong commitment and this is something I've committed myself to doing and it blesses me as much as I hope it blesses you let's pray father there is no god like you and i want to thank you so much for lightening my load for removing burdens and debt and stress from my life father for using the people that love me to to comfort me strengthen me and provide wisdom and good counsel for me father i ask you that your name would be lifted up that many hundreds and thousands and millions in fact that everybody born on this earth that is alive today would hear this message of peace and turn and be transformed into your likeness and come into your loving arms and be counted as one of your children in the assembly of the faithful the assembly of believers the assembly of worshippers father i can't thank you enough for what you did for me over 19 years ago but today as i sit here before you i don't know how to bring increase because you are the god of increase so i pray father bring increase may your word be shed far and wide but may people be drawn to you because of your word not because of human effort but only because of your word and your purity and your beauty and your love father i can feel a shift in happening in america and i ask you that you would have your perfect way in america i'm going to lift up my home country ghana my home I lift Ghana up to you that you would have your perfect way and the good things that are being done that are going unnoticed. Would you bring those good deeds out because you said you'd reward us in public for the things we do in secret. I put the UK before you where there's division, Father, where there's confusion, where there's um, an uneven scale. Would you, by the power of your spirit, move in a mighty way so that man would be man and you would continue to have first place as God? You are my friends and the love of my life. And I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your word. And I encourage those who are listening to listen out for the voice of God today as he will speak to you in a beautiful, a beautiful and unique way. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me me of my sin so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, If you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus. And I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you.
today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online. Read your Bible every single day. Listen to music that glorifies God. Surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued. And you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.